Starting your locker natural hair journey is oh so rewarding, but can be extremely stressful when you start to consider what products to use. If that's you, then look no further. Locklicious is a Black-owned company that has created an all-natural product line for locked and loose natural crowns. The Locklicious team works hard to ensure that their products are free of parabens, phthalates, sulfates, PEG, synthetics, and other toxic chemicals you find in other products. Best of all, the products are lightweight and will not leave residue or cause buildup. Go to Locklicious.com to start treating your crown like royalty. Welcome to Chilling with Teddy G, an authentic Black channel empowering the Black community and capturing the modern-day Black reality through investigative journalism. I'm your host, Teddy G. Hello to all of my melanated kings and queens, my brothers and sisters in Africa as well as South Africa, and to my listening audience around the globe. I welcome each and every one of you back to another episode of CWTG. As you know, I am Teddy G, your host, and on this channel, you know we talk about anything and everything with absolutely no sugar, no frosting, and definitely no mayonnaise. So y'all go grab yourself your favorite cup of coffee, tea, or latte, or whatever it is you prefer to drink, your cocoa, and uh, join me for uh, part three, ladies and gentlemen, of this law enforcement race soldier who uh, sexually assaulted a young black man in the uh, parking lot of a local uh, grocery store. And uh, he's been questioned by eternal internal affairs on his actions and they're telling him how pretty much everything he did was illegal and broke uh, state laws as well as uh, departmental uh, policies. We're going to get right into this story ladies and gentlemen as soon as we do a little housekeeping because you know it's a must at the studios of Chilling with Teddy G that we keep our dirty laundry clean with the Copyright Disclaimer Act of 1976 under Title 17, Section 107. Allowances is made for the fair use for the purpose such as criticism, comment, news reporting, teaching, scholarships, and research. Fair use is permitted by the copyright statute that may otherwise be infringing. Nonprofit, educational, or personal use tips the balance in the favor of fair use. So yeah, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to get right into a uh, part three of this uh, uh, segment of this uh, law enforcement race soldier uh, sexually assaulting a uh, body cavity search and a uh, strip search this man in the uh, public in the parking lot of this grocery store. So let's get right back into that, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to go right back to the interview uh, that we left off from where he's been... Uh, interrogated by uh, internal affairs. If he, he has, if he feels like he really needs to, well, I don't know. According to you, he hasn't done anything, and a lot of people are all talk, right? I get okay. it. I'm just and making he, you aware of that. He's trying to get a good cop off the street, and you guys are entertaining it. At the end of the day, that's what it is. Well, I have to entertain every complaint. I'm, I'm, and, and to be honest that's with that's you. That's why I even told him to go and file a complaint. Heard, right. That's why Bias told him, if you have a complaint, go file it. But if you listen to the video, he consents to whatever I'm going to do. Just get it over with so I can leave. If but, you listen to it, just go ahead. But that doesn't make it okay. Okay. You know what I'm saying? All right. I'm not gonna argue. I'm not gonna argue with you. Well, I'm just I'm just trying to get your your state of mind at the time. Right. My state of mind was he was hiding something, and and this was probably the second time 
and based on his history, based on his actions that day, based on the totality of the circumstance of everything going on, the heavy smell of weed that was inside the car, we took him out, then it was coming from him, I felt like it was concealed on his person based on my experiences in the past with the arrests that I've made and the contact that I've had with people. Okay. But you didn't find anything on him. So based on your experience and your knowledge, which obviously is flawed because you didn't find anything on the man and the man was uh, telling you that what I'm telling you is the truth. That there's no drugs on me, there's no drugs in my car, there's no marijuana smell. You don't know the difference between a black and mild and marijuana. This is what we need uh, the, the listeners to understand, ladies and gentlemen, about this law enforcement race soldier. How come you didn't complete a report on, on that? Call that you didn't that you searched them and backed up Officer Rhodes or anything. I don't think Officer Rhodes even wrote a report. No, he didn't. He he gave him a ticket. Okay. You don't write you don't write reports on just tickets, right? Well, it was a little bit more than just a ticket. I mean, that's why we're here, are we not? It was just a ticket. Then it became a complaint, and then you guys put me on suspension. So I don't know when I was supposed to do a report. Well. You were supposed to do a report immediately after you got to the station, after you got through sticking your finger up this man's rectum. How about that? Let me tell it to you for you. You should have done a police report to say that I accosted a man in public and did a strip search and a body cavity search for some tinted windows. That should have been your report. And then even, off, even Sergeant Moon said this was gonna be nothing. Why would so he say that? Be, I don't know. You ask him. Okay. All right. He said he was going to take. He he didn't know how he was going to explain it, but I said, "Is this going to be? You think this is going to be an IA?" He said, "I don't think so." Well, he testified that he spoke to you in the past about going past, going up yes, to the line, yes, going yes. past it, and, and yeah, yeah, and he actually talked about this after we had the a conversation. Okay, so about just not just this, about everything going on, right? You know, because he, I feel like he. He was maybe concerned about what might be going on in my personal life and, and things like that, how it may be affecting my job. And yeah, things things weigh on me. This really had nothing to do with, uh, you know, it, this was Rock the police officer trying to get drugs off the streets and trying to clean up the streets. That's what that's what this was. I get that. And, that, and that's that. Well, I don't get it because when you're dealing with uh, these people, which is clearly your people, when you you found drugs, you you didn't turn those drugs in. You didn't write a report then. You didn't. You, in fact, you let that guy go with not a warning, not a citation, not a ticket, not anything. But you don't went through the whole nine yards with this uh, melanated um, a young uh, um, brother, and you still didn't find anything. So what drugs were you trying to get off the street from this guy? Because he clearly didn't have any. He clearly told you that his uh, windows is not a violation. And he's, he's going to get proof of that. When y'all initially said all of his windows is a violation, and then when you came down to writing the citation, you said, oh, all of the windows are fine except your uh, two front windows. They're in violation. And then y'all end up giving him a... Um, uh, a, a ticket to justify your uh, sexual assault in, in, on him in that uh, public uh, parking lot. 
You should do, but there's rules and regulations and policies and laws that we have to follow to I get there. I agree with and, and unfortunately, the bad guy doesn't have to follow those policies. So I agree with that's you. why they put him in the places where they know you can't or shouldn't go. So, I mean, that's the struggles we have every day. Let's move. So after you were suspended, um, they took your vehicle, your patrol vehicle, and, and Lieutenant Delator did an in, uh, a, um, art, a search of your vehicle mm -hmm. to inventory, mm -hmm. and in the car, you saw you, the photos, there was... Um, so let's do it by each one. So I'll just, well, the, the, the first one is uh, the bullets or rounds in the door. The second one is just shown... What's, what's one of the plaques on that? Uh, Those rounds are for my firearm. Okay, so they're just extra ammo? Yes. Okay. And the second one is just a cup in the console, and I think he's taking it for um, an overall. Look at the picture. An oh, overall. That's, a, um, that's an air freshener cup. What's your name? Um, one of the girls gave it to me in dispatch. It's for air fresheners to, to make your car smell better. Okay, so he's just taking an overall shot of right, your right, car. Right, right, right. That's what that is. And that's the interior of your patrol car? It appears so. Okay. And under that cup, he found some money and a plastic bag that appears to be, mar I mean, um, cocaine or meth mm -hmm. or something. Yeah, yeah, it was. What was it? It was probably cocaine. Do you remember where he came, got it yeah, from? Yeah, I got it from Provost Park. We, we, me and Houchin checked out with the group at Provost Park, about four or five of them, and one of them had a gun on him, and we were looking around, and, and right standing, right next on the foot on the ground standing right next to another guy was three bags of, of that crack so you just picked it up yeah i had to do it i, I tried you know i i um i talked to the guy interviewed the guy he wasn't he wasn't claiming ownership of it even though i knew it was his um so i just let him go and, and i was going to drop that in evidence i just i just never got around to it but now did you hear that one of his people Okay, he got crack cocaine off of him. They found it in the console of his car. He let this guy go. Another uh, um, Mzungu that he didn't let go after he found drugs on him. We didn't give him no citation, right? He kept the drugs. He can't even, he can't use the lie that he got rid of it because they found it in his patrol car in his console where your coffee cup is supposed to be and found money in there with it. Y'all see this dirty cop? Y'all see this law enforcement race soldier? And none of this would have happened, ladies and gentlemen, if that young man um, hadn't went to Eternal Affairs and filed a complaint. This is the uh, law enforcement race soldier that would still be out here patrolling the streets of Cocoa, Florida. That's why it's so important for you to know your laws, for you to exercise them, and for you to um, file the appropriate uh, complaints when your civil rights, your constitutionally God-given rights have been violated. What happened to the other two bags? There's, there was, there's one there? That's it. Oh, then the, then the other two were discarded. And then this pit oh, did you hear that? There was three bags. There was three bags.
they only found one. But they got video footage and camera footage of three bags. And now he's saying, oh, they're disregarded. The same way you disregarded the uh, marijuana, right? Oh, I threw that in the dumpster. Don't worry about that. Oh, the other two bags of crack? Oh, don't worry about that. I, I, dis I disregarded them. This is your law enforcement race soldiers, ladies and gentlemen, who y'all pay y'all tax dollars for, okay? Who's supposed to protect and serve. And from what I can see right now, he's protecting and serving himself. And only himself. And obviously, he's got other officers, including some probably some corporals and some sergeants, who is protecting him. Because this guy is not even doing his job, other than the fact that he's going out here accosting young black, uh, strapping young men. It's between the seat and the uh, back shield, I guess, between the driver's seat and the between that and the back seat mm -hmm. is crack cocaine in a plastic baggie. Okay. Where where did this come from? Honestly, I I don't even I mean that that I don't even know that was there. To be honest. That's number four. You hear that? That's number four, ladies and gentlemen, of a bag of crack cocaine in this officer's possession. Number four. So if this guy isn't a, uh, 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 if this law enforcement race soldier isn't a, a drug dealer, then he's a drug user. And if he's neither of them two things, the, the latter is he's probably um holding on to them so he can plant them in somebody else's uh, vehicle now all of these allegations ladies and gentlemen are probably extremely possible because marijuana that he uh, sees uh isn't in the property he didn't turn it in he's claiming he's disregarded it crack cocaine some they found some they didn't find that he's claiming that um he disregarded. Who knows? All of his cases, ladies and gentlemen, need to be investigated. If he's got anybody on some drug charges, which you heard him admit earlier, oh, I found drugs in these uh, 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 guys' uh, scrotums uh, and, and rectums before. Who's to say he didn't put them there? From the ones that he took from his people who he did not file any charges for whatsoever. It was behind my seat? It's behind the passenger seat. Let me... In your control. So, it, so I'm in the driver's seat, he's in the passenger seat. It was... So, it's here? Yeah, behind, it's behind so you. Between the so shield. So, it could have fell. Or it could have been... Shield, how long could it have been there? It could have been there for a while. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how long. Right, I don't know. Okay. So the question I would ask you is, did you ever search that area and see? No. Okay. A large plastic bag contained several white rock substance under the passenger seat. So that's where that was, passenger seat, under the passenger seat. Okay. And then the trunk was a plastic bag with a $10 bill and a credit card. Uh, I think that was a counterfeit bill, and that was a um, maybe a credit card that I just found on the ground. It should have been dropped into evidence. So do you, 
and also speaking of the evidence in your in your uh, mailbox was located uh, driver's license. Yeah, that stuff all had to go back to the DHSMV. I just hadn't placed it in evidence yet. And the in the tag. Correct. Oh, all three. But these was from uh, 2018 cases. Yeah, it was sitting in my. It was, I had a bunch of stuff in my mailbox that I, I had to clean up. Do you drop any evidence that I drop a plenty of evidence? Yes, I always drop evidence most of the time. So, do you drop evidence that isn't a criminal case? You just. It kind of seems like when it's not a criminal case or you have charges pending, that you don't really worry about when dropping. When I take this found property, if if I if I drop it in evidence, I drop it. If I don't, then I'll discard it. But. Those occasions are the only times that I haven't dropped it in the properties is those times, which is why they were found. Right, but don't you feel like evidence is a huge part of what we do and to protect the chain of custody and, and I mean, you gotta testify for this stuff in, in court. So if I was a defense attorney and I, I got a hold of this, I'd say, Officer Contardi, do you have a habit of not worrying about evidence and no, leaving it not, in your car? It's not a habit, it's not a habit. It's just, you know, I got a lot of, I do a lot of things. I do a lot of things. I respond to a lot of calls for service. I write a lot of reports. I don't always get around to dropping found property. So it's just the found property? It's, a, it's all found property. Okay. And you don't know where the crack was? Where you got it, the bag under the pad? No, sir. No, sir. I mean, that could have been something I got found property and it fell there and I forgot about it. That's, and these that, were uh, these were death cases that you worked, that um, I guess you responded to. Yes, yeah, those were my investigations. Okay. The here. This incident was. Um, was an arrest with uh, Jamal Travis mm -hmm. with the gun. Travis Jones. Yeah. Travis Jones. Um, the state non-prosed it because they basically said they wouldn't survive a motion to uh, suppress because there was no body cam video. Is there a reason why you didn't have your body I think my cam? My battery was dead. Okay. I don't understand how they could just how, so because there's no video. They don't state why. What was what was the reasons? But they said that the no video. That was the reason. No video. Well, the court will find issues with the detention, and then it says there is no body cam video of it. So I don't I don't know if it's just based on the body cam okay. or okay. some something else. Gotcha. I just, you know they they didn't explain. But your explanation is the battery was dead. Do you remember? The yeah, the I believe the battery was dead. Okay. And this was the traffic stop with the marijuana we already covered. Right. You, I know you said you threw out the marijuana, but you even put on your call that you found, you know, found property. Mm -hmm. So was your intentions to yes. drop the, the yes. marijuana? My intentions were to drop it, yes. Okay, but. I just never got around. I, I, it was early in the shift, I should have, but I got to the station and there, you know, I got caught up in my reports and then you start talking with people and then it's the end of the shift and, and I went home and I, here we go, I just tossed it. Okay. Um, Officer Moon uh, said when you had your taser download every month or yearly or quarterly, they do taser downloads to get the report. She stated that when she did your taser download, you didn't have any cartridges in, in your taser. 
you were out of cartridges, basically. You had an empty taser, and you were, you were a little shocked that there was no cartridges in there. No, I think there was one missing. Okay. But I couldn't find any, any usages for a taser. Yeah. Do you remember what happened with that? I think maybe it just one dropped out. Okay. Okay. I was, I was, I was weirded out that there was only one in there. Right. Yeah. Which had to have been recent because I, I mean, I checked the thing once every week. I'll well, and that's why I said I looked at, I looked Okay, y'all hear this BS. Please tell me you hear this BS. This man is supposed to, uh, he's using his taser and he's not reporting it that he's using it. So you can automatically see exactly what that means. That he is uh, um, using his taser uh, on somebody and he's not reporting that use. And, and, and you know why he don't have the cartridges that he should have? Because he's not reporting it. So he can't go and get new cartridges because he hasn't reported the use of the previous ones. Okay, listen, ladies and gentlemen, I'm sorry. I have to tell you the truth. We're looking at a dirty cop here all the way around. All the way around. That's what this um, uh, episode is all about. This man is not just a race soldier, ladies and gentlemen, but he's probably allegedly a, um, a dirty cop. Okay, you've got extra bullets in your cruiser door which is a no-no. You're using your taser, you're not reporting on it, and your taser is not loaded with the uh, proper um, equipment. You've got uh, drug evidence, money evidence, credit card evidence, uh, license plate evidence that you're not turning in, that they found all in your cruiser. You're not filling out police reports. You're not turning in all of your uh, body cam footage, okay? This is all the signs, ladies and gentlemen, of a dirty cop. There's no two ways about it. Response to resistance, so yeah. I didn't see any, any dealing with I'll the I'll spark test once a week, so it had to have been fairly recent that I might have lost one. Okay. And you you were hired back in what, 2012 initially? I was hired initially in 2012. Okay, so when I looked at your body cam videos, um, they're all there every day, labeled, CR numbers, everything. You came back in April of 2017. 90% mm -hmm. of your body cam videos are not labeled, they're, they're not scheduled for evidence. You can see a significant difference from the time you left and then the mm -hmm. time you came back. Mm -hmm. I didn't know if there was anything significant about that. Um, I think when I came back, um, I started doing a lot more. I started doing a lot more. I, had a, I started writing more reports. I started arresting more people. And it was, you know, to keep up with everything is difficult. It's a, it's a challenge for me because I, I only, don't only have this job. I got, you know, I got things going on at home too. Um, then you shouldn't be a law enforcement if you can't do the job because that's what you're saying here, which I believe is just BS. 
But you're, you're sitting down here admitting to eternal affairs that you basically, sir, can't do your complete job. You can only do portions of it, which is BS. You're hiding something. That's the reason why you're not turning in all that uh, body cam footage, okay? You're doing, there's some type of activity that's going on that you don't want anybody else to see. And that's the reason why you're not turning in this footage. Because this um, internal affairs investigator just said that 90% of your body cam footage, 90%, not 9%, okay? Not 19%, something that is uh, foreseeable because you may have a lot to do, but 90%? What are you hiding? Only that body cam footage knows. So I don't always get around to to doing things that I should, and sometimes it takes me a little longer to, to go through the videos, to sit there and watch all my videos, because talk to Sergeant Moon, talk to Sergeant Rush and Corpor Corporal Tulier. I respond to almost every call we have, either as a primary or a backup. I try to go and assist my guys. No, I get it. Right, so I but, have a lot but of But then something's got to then something's got to give. Yeah, I got to do a better job of keeping and, up with that. I don't have it on my phone. I have an old phone that I don't I can't even get this 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 evidence.com on. So every time I got to sit there and go through all and watch them all and then evidence.com. Did y'all hear that? That might be a website or or, or an app that you may want to uh, download or check out. Maybe that's where you can get public access. I don't know, but you just heard him say it. So we have to, that's something that I'm definitely, I'm going to investigate. Okay, let's get back to it. I can find the CR number. So if you don't keep up with it every night, every night you got to do it. If you don't do it, then one night becomes two. And then you look at how many you have for two. Oh, I got 55 videos I got I to right. watch. And then you get through a quarter of them and then you can't really do anymore. Because if I asked you to find a video right now on a specific call, you're not doing it without no, looking, no, without looking I mean. at every video. That's what I mean. Uh, you know, so to get, you know, to... That's why he asked you about the videos, uh, you know, through me to look at the videos. And I did look, I did look at the videos and it was nothing... The one from Provost Park? No, I, oh. I didn't, I didn't see that one. But he, he asked me to look a day before, the day of and the day after. Yeah, honestly, I don't think... Because, um, let's see, that was, you talking about the stop. When was the stop? When was that? The marijuana? The marijuana? Yeah, when was that? That was, Because uh, I feel like I got those. March 12th. Those three bags of cocaine. Oh, no, you're no, talking no, about the kid. March 12th. You're talking about the, the marijuana Yeah, stop. yeah, the, the one with the white kid. You heard him say that? The one with the white kid. You heard oh, that? Whatever. But I think I, you know. See there? That's why I was telling you, when they use words like kid, when they use words like uh, uh, um, this, they're talking about themselves. Now you just heard him say it. Yeah, the one with the white kid. It goes to show you that, it goes to show you that I know exactly what I'm talking about. I'm just hearing this, ladies and gentlemen, at the same time that you're hearing it. I haven't viewed this uh, previously. Well, I will say maybe the first uh, um, 16 minutes which was pretty much about the um, the uh, uh, young black uh, man that uh, he sexually assaulted in that parking lot. Other than that, I didn't view the rest of this. This video is, uh, this footage is over an hour long. I looked at maybe 15 minutes of it, but then what I, 
what uh, what I heard was something that I wanted to continue to uh, do a show on because it said that uh, after after I initially watched that part, which is what I was only going to do the video on, I heard them say uh, that we're going uh, we're doing a, an internal investigation with the uh, AI and uh, we have this interview. That's what made me continue to listen. And now that I have been listening, you see that I'm picking up on things, ladies and gentlemen, that maybe the um, the regular uh, individual wouldn't have picked up on. I told y'all about those particular words that he was using, and now it comes out from his own admission. Oh yeah, the the uh, the white kid with the marijuana, the one where he supposedly throwed away in the uh, dumpster. Those, those bags of cocaine that week uh, in Provost Park. And oh, the bags of cocaine, which I also told you was another white kid. There you have it again. Wow. You know, I didn't even, well, I didn't drop the property, so to write the report. This is February 13th. Okay, it's February. And it was a missing report that I didn't that I didn't do. Right. Actually, when when you were on suspension, Sergeant it came Moon up. came. I, know, I got right. the email before you guys cut off my email. I got right. the email, and I called Penny and I said, "Listen, I'm out right now, but I know that report's going to be missing. You know, and it's something I got to do. It was a found property report." Right. And it wouldn't have been a problem until I couldn't find the, the found property. Right. I mean. Okay. I mean. I get your answers on why you're not doing the paperwork and dropping the evidence. No, there's, there's no justification. Right. I got to do the paperwork. I got to drop the evidence. That's the bottom line. Okay. That's the bottom line. All right. You have anything you want to add? Do you understand at this point in time, after reviewing all of this today, the proper procedures that you must adhere to as it applies to? Searches of to persons. keep my job, yes. yes. To keep my job, yes. I understand that now. To keep my job, I like this job. I feel like I help the community. Everybody out here knows who I am. I know. I know. I mean, you're a proactive officer. I get it. And it's just not being about proactive. It's about you know people. When you it, and this is what gets me in trouble. It's the fact that you know I care. It's the fact that I care, and I'm not a robot, and I'm never going to be a robot. Where you just go out, oh, sorry, ma'am, I can't help you. Or, or here's, oh, you need the number of the DV shelter. I don't know, look it up on Google. You know, I go a little farther. It's not just the arrests that I make. You know, a lot of people, you know, know who I am because of, of the work that I do. Is I go farther than most of these cops. You know, I care a little bit more. And that, and Commander, that gets me in trouble, too. It's because I, I care. Well, I could see that. But if as long as you, you can do that. You can be that guy and be that helpful and also stay within the boundary and, 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 and be proactive and get get the drugs and get the guns off the street. I agree with you and I have to I have to do a better job of, of evaluating the situation and ask myself is it worth it? Right. You I might not get them is today. It worth, is it worth it going and getting a little marijuana that that guy might be hiding from me? But it wasn't about the marijuana. It's the fact that he was he was probably he was lying to me. And I knew he wasn't. This was the second time he was. And I didn't they, want him to that's, that's what they again, do. That's what they, they can they do. They lie to us. And, that's and their Canada, job. That's our job. And it's hard for me working in this city for as long as I have. You know, I'm not just I'm not a Vieira cop. You know, I have been working zone one and zone two. I don't want to work anywhere else. You know, I don't want to go and hide in zone three. No, I can go to Walmart and make the theft arrests and sit there all day, like some of the guys do. 
you know, I'm in the thick of things. I'm driving around Peachtree Street, Prospect Ave, Fern Ave, Fist Boulevard. That's, I, I, that's my loop. And I do that probably a hundred times a shift. And I'm gonna tell you why. Because all of those streets that he just named, ladies and gentlemen, are black neighborhoods, okay? He's working in a black neighborhood and he's uh, he's got drugs in his car. He's got drugs in his trunk. He's got all type of evidence that he's not turning in. He's got missing uh, taser cartridges that he has deployed and hasn't reported on. And he didn't report on them. And that's the reason why they weren't replaced because you have to report on why that you use cartridges. So he's not filling out police reports. He's not turning in body cam footage. He's got drugs all in the car and in the trunk along with monies. Okay. He's a, a sexually assaulting uh, a black men that we know of for sure. Okay. Ain't no telling how many uh, uh, native black American women that he done done this to. Right. And then they're talking to him like, like they're good old boys. Yeah, they're getting down to the nitty-gritty. But every time you turn around and you hear his commander saying, Oh, yeah, I understand. Oh, sure. That's understandable. But he's breaking all type of uh, state laws, uh, department policies, and he's openly admitting to it uh, casually, very cavalier, like, oh, yeah, yeah, I threw it away. Yeah, I didn't turn my body cam footage in. Yeah, well, I didn't turn it on. You know, these things is uh, a commonplace with me. I'm not a very good organizer. I don't do my job very well, but don't worry about it. I like my job. I want to keep my job. So overlook all of these flaws and let me continue to accost uh, Native Black American people. That's the gist of it, ladies and gentlemen. You know, and, and, and the people that I deal with, they're not going to be the upstanding citizens that most of these cops deal with. You know. Whoa, did you hear that? Most of the people that he deal with, that just goes to tell you, I'm right again about it being a, 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 a black neighborhood. Because most of the people in the black neighborhood, you just heard him say, they are not upstanding citizens like the uh, upstanding citizens like the officers in these uh, white neighborhoods are patrolling. That's pretty much what he just said. I get that's what I get from it. And anybody with any common sense, I'm sure that's what they just got from it. But yet he wants to continue to control uh, patrol the black community where he's clearly telling you that uh, he don't like blacks. He's clearly telling you that I want to work this neighborhood because I want to continue to do what I'm doing. And this is the reason why you're not getting these uh, reports filed. This is the reason why you're not getting this body cam footage. Because I'm doing things to these people that I cannot let you guys see that I'm doing. That's what I get from it. What Y'all please tell me. Leave me a comment and tell me what you get from it. This is the third episode on this uh, dirty cop. This law enforcement race soldier. Go and hide. I'm not going to be lazy. I'm going to go in and do my job and think and do what I feel like I need to do as a, as a good cop here and make a difference, you know. And and it's it's probably going to jam me up if I don't do everything by the book.
And that's something that I, got, I need to, to do a better the job. The worst part of this no, job is the paperwork. No one policy. You know, knowing that I got, you know, okay, if someone runs a stop sign. Well, I got 50 videos I got to label. So what am I going to do? You know what I've been doing in the past? I've been stopping that guy. And you know what? I've been getting a gun or I've been getting drugs. And guess what? Those 50 videos, the next morning, turn in 100 videos that I haven't labeled, but I got that arrest. I'm, I'm feeding the beast. But what you're doing is not, you're getting to the, the, it's the, get, it's to the arrest part, it's and not, they're not doing anything. Right, I'm get, so, I mean, yeah, you got a gun off the street is what you said. However, the guy's on the street now. Maybe he wouldn't have been on the street if you had the video, if you had a good search or whatever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's all for nothing because you're getting that gun off, but they're well, turning around. Is, the, but but what, I'm saying, uh, what I know, I'm saying. I know exactly what you're saying, but this is one instance. If you talk to Phil Archer, he'll tell you everything you need to know about me. You know, I, I think he, he thinks I do a good job. You know, have you talked to Phil Archer? No, but I think me? if he watched that or video. Phil Archer, who, who am I thinking of? Phil Williams. Phil Williams. Yeah, right. No, he, he speaks highly of me. We I know. talk. You but know? I think if he'd see that video, he'd have they issues with What the hell are you doing? Right. You're doing too much. Rock, you're doing too much. And I agree, I'm doing too much. I don't need to do all that. It, it, maybe I should just need to respond to my calls for service. Maybe I don't have to be proactive. Or anymore. instead of those two late calls that you take, Take time to do the paperwork and to label the, the videos. Those are the they're not the exciting things of the job. However, it's the it's house the, the housekeeping that the we job. need it's to the do. Policy of the job. Right. It's how you keep your job. You have to do right. the little things. And I've just been doing in my mind the things that are more important than the little things. But the little things are just as important in keeping your job here. And that was if not I more. Like the been. evidence to me is. Yeah. I mean that's what you're. That's what your whole job is about: is to protect the evidence and to and to testify yeah, about it, it. It was laziness, you know. It was it was, you know, it it, it wasn't. It, it's not. It's not what good cops do. And I feel like I'm a good cop, and I, I need to do a better job of doing doing taking care of the little techni technicality policy things, you know. So this so this doesn't happen. Like you said, if I would if if, if I wasn't you know if I got around to dropping that weed, that would have never came up. All right. You know. So it's the little things that, that are more important. He, he came to me and said he didn't have a call, and I, he said it was a traffic stop. I said, probably not a big deal. I'm not going to worry about it until I actually had to watch it and make sure it wasn't a big deal, and then it became a big deal. Yeah. And then it was it was a rabbit hole. I turn around, and there's stuff in your mailbox. Shouldn't be there. I mean, you got a guy, brother came from out of state because he died. You think he'd rather have that driver's license? Oh, absolutely. So, I mean, that's what it is. It's sitting in your box still. We did an inventory in your car, and it's all this drugs in there. I mean, those are the things that ruin cops on the, on the stand. Mm -hmm. It's because of the, the, the lack of integrity when it comes to protecting the evidence and, and dropping it into evidence. Lack of integrity? Come on. I, this guy has no integrity. None whatsoever. And he's pretty much admitting that. And the evidence that you have shows clearly that this law enforcement race soldier has no integrity whatsoever. Organized. Right. Not, but you asked my wife, I'm not a very organized person. And, and, and that's another thing I, that, that I got to work on is I'm not really organized. Look at my trunk for crying out loud. I just, you know, I just place things. You know, just well, it's so within reach. So I don't have to dig for it. So I know exactly where it is. And, you know, my ASP, my spray, my tint meter, my ticket writer or the ticket book. I know where all that, the statute book, I know where it is. It may be messy, but I know where it's at. 
you know, and I knew, and I knew those, those things were in there. I just had to take care of it and I didn't, I had to take care of it and I didn't, that's the bottom line. So, okay. Al, you got anything to add? No, I think we covered all of that. All right, raise your right hand for me. You swear a statement just provides the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth? Yes, sir, I do. Okay, that's going to conclude the interview. The time now is 4.06 p.m. Then he says to you, do you want me to go get it? But you don't say anything. Do you answer him? No. You don't say anything to him? I don't even know if I, I, don't even know if I actually heard that. Okay. You know? You mean you didn't hear it at that time? Correct. But you heard it on the... I heard, I heard okay. it on the video, yes. Okay. So when he goes back and he goes to search um, search him further, are you aware what, he, what kind of search he's doing? No. You have to have a specific reason um, as to why you do what you do. Uh, you just can't willy-nilly do it. Well, this was on a, 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 a non-moving traffic infraction. I don't. For tent. Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. We got a dirty cop off the uh, force. We got a uh, race soldier off the force. As far as I'm concerned, ladies and gentlemen, we got a Mzungu or white privileged uh, individual off the force. And I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, the, the state of Florida and across the divided states of America is a lot more uh, Mzungu supremacists just like this one right here. Who the only thing they care about, ladies and gentlemen, is uh, harassing, assaulting, sexually, as well as criminally, native black American people. That's clearly what this interview shows. I mean clearly. When y'all sit back and y'all listen to this, you're going to be, man, Teddy G hit one dead on point again with this law enforcement race soldiers. All right, thank y'all so much for tuning in to this uh, third uh, um, episode of this uh, former cop and the assault that he did on the sexual assault that he did on this uh, young Native American black man and through that um, complaint showed exactly how bad this uh, dirty cop really is. So with all that being said, ladies and gentlemen, please continue to do your social distancing. Please continue to wear your outer gear. Please continue to take care of your immune system, you know, and keep it healthy and strong so you can present your prevent yourself from catching uh, these uh, uh, coronaviruses and all of their variants and to help protect yourself and your family and whatnot. I tell you all these things because I love you guys. Loving you guys is my food. Teddy G is hungry each and every single day of his life. And until I have the opportunity to address you guys again, I bid each and every one of you peace, love, and soul.